0: Welcome, welcome and good morning to New Destiny's Prayer Line. You know, we're excited to start the day with each one of you and together to be able to say good morning, Abba Father, good morning, Lord Jesus, and good morning, Holy Spirit. We give you all the praise, the honor, and the glory. Father, we declare your Lordship over this day. Isaiah 58, verse 8 from the New Living Translation says, Then your salvation will come like the dawn, and your wounds will quickly heal. Your godliness will lead you forward, and the glory of the Lord will protect you from behind. This is the fullness. Of the blessing that will follow us when we truly give up our old evil selfishness, our evil ways. You know, God is so ready to help us when we humble ourselves. And so, wherever you are calling from, we want to say welcome, whoever you are, whether you are a pastor. Whether you are part of the clergy, an intercessor, how grateful we are for you, members of New Destiny, your family, and we're so grateful to have you this morning. I just want to say, Father, I thank you and ask your blessing over your people this morning and over our time together on this prayer line. You know we have a great team this morning with us. We have Minister John Smalls. He will bring the devotion in a few minutes, but let me say good morning to Minister John. How are you and Minister Sharon doing?
1: We are so well. We are sitting here ready and upfront and and uh, thank you so much.
0: Amen, Amen. I love it that you're ready, and uh, we're looking forward to the word of the Lord this morning. Excuse me. And we also have Sister Shirley Burke, and she's going to be praying for the requests and sharing any praise reports. So let's say good morning to Shirley. How are you and Donnie doing this morning? We are wonderful, and all is well, and we praise God for his mercy today. Amen. All is well. You know, that's a wonderful statement. All is well. And I think when we say that, we need to say it with conviction. All is well. All is well. No matter what's going on around, all is well. Excuse me. And we want to honor Bishop and Pastor Adrian this morning. We just ask that the Spirit of the Lord... Will rest upon them the spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the spirit of counsel and of might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. We uphold them. We uphold them this day with a covering of prayer. Amen. Hallelujah. So let's just open up with a word of prayer and then we're going to ask Minister John to come. Father, we know that there is strength in unity. And as we come together in prayer, spiritual forces are increased. May the anointing rest upon Minister John now as he comes to bring the morning's devotion. Minister John, I'm turning it over to you.
1: Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Thank you, Elder. Thank you. Alright, let's let's get into our I'm gonna call it our morning Bible study. Morning Bible study. And I've entitled this, and please take this journey with me. It's called How You Start Is Not How You Have to Finish. Once again, how you start is not how you have to finish. As I was preparing for this uh lesson, um, the word that came to me was restoration, restoration. And the the Cambridge Dictionary defines restoration as the act or process of returning something to its early good condition or position or to its owner. Once again, the Cambridge Dictionary says the act or process of returning something to its earlier good condition or position. That's, that's the dictionary. That's the world's way of seeing restoration. The biblical meaning of the word restoration is this. Listen to this. It is to receive back more than has been lost to the point where the final state is greater than the original condition. That way they can not to make you jump and holler. Okay. The biblical definition is to receive back more than has been lost to the point where the final the final state is greater than the original condition. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's good. That's good by itself. All by itself. I can drop the mic and just go ahead on. Now, let's take a journey through the scriptures, and we're going to go to Luke 17. Luke 17, for those, I know you've got your Bibles. And we're going to travel through 11 through 19, 11 through 19. And I'm going to be speaking from the expanded, from the expanded. So here we go through this journey. Now it happened that while Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem... He was going to a destination, and he was passing through. He was going through the area between Chimera and Galilee. So he was going to Jerusalem, just happened to go through these two cities. As he came into a small town or village, ten men, ten, who had a skin disease, leprosy, met him there. So somehow or another, they got the word that Jesus was coming, and they met him there because they had something that they had to get once from him, my interpretation. So they met him there. They did not come close to Jesus. They stood at a distance. And the reason why is this, the leprosy. So at a distance, here's what they did. They called or shouted or raised their voices to him. Now, can you imagine 10 men all together calling out to you? You know, it's not just a, hey, how you doing? Stop. They are screaming. They are yelling because they want your attention. So here's what they did. They yelled at Jesus saying, mercy or pity. On us, all ten of them together, all ten, yelling, screaming at a distance because of their leprosy. Have mercy. Have mercy. Have pity on each one of us. When Jesus saw the ten men, now Jesus is at a distance. He saw them all 10 of them. He heard them because they were screaming and yelling. And then he also saw their condition. He saw their conditions. And why did he see their conditions? Why do I say that? Because here's what Jesus did. When one of the people, when one of the 10, that he saw them, as you were standby. When Jesus saw them, Jesus said to them, Go and show yourself to the priest. Now the reason why he said that was because during those days, if a person had leprosy, they had to go to a priest, and that priest had to deem them. It's almost like signing off, saying that you are well. Your leprosy is gone. You're not allowed to have that. So now you can go back to your family and friends and socialize. Without that, okay from the priest, they couldn't do that. Jesus didn't pray. Jesus didn't lay hands. He just told them to go and show yourself to the priests. He told them to do something that was totally... Unnatural in the flesh. Totally different than what the world would do. Totally different. But here's what they did. Not one of them, not five of them, but all ten of them did this. As the ten men were going, as That means that it's a process. All 10 of them heard what Jesus said. All 10 of them turned around, and all 10 of them headed to the priest. All of them, as they were walking, as they were going, as they were obeying what Jesus said, they didn't gripe. They didn't mumble. They didn't, they didn't say anything. Why? All they did was they went. Because the master said, go. Every dollar's up their condition. Didn't make sense to them. But they went. As the ten were going, they were healed where it says, cleansed. The skin disorder was completely rendered clean. And I can only imagine as they were walking, headed towards the priest, however long that distance was, I can see the sores starting to heal, the oozing starting to dry up, the wounds starting to fill in, the, the, the ears starting to heal, the eyes starting to heal. Whatever was wrong was being healed. As they went, each one of them were healed. Each one of them were healed. Each one of them were healed. healed. As they were walking, one of them One of them saw that he was healed, and he made a decision. He had a revelation. He saw something that the other nines did not see. So what did he do? He went back to Jesus. Ten of them were healed on their way to the priest. All ten of them obeyed. All ten of them, but only one saw something different. Felt something different than the other nine. And he wanted to go back to Jesus and express his gratitude his gratitude for him. So, what did he do? When he went back to Jesus, praising God in a loud voice, that same loud voice he did when initially all ten of them were together, he fell on his face at Jesus' feet and gave thanks. Picture that if you care for a moment. He fell at his feet, giving thanks, saying, Jesus, my God, I am healed. The sores are not leaking. The wound is not there. I am healed. I am healed. You know what is an important point here as well? is that this man was a Sumerian, and Sumerians and Jews did not get along. But he didn't care about that. He didn't care about the stigma. He didn't care about the tradition, about what people thought, or how we're supposed to be separated. I'm over here and you're over there. You don't like me. You don't care for me. He did not care for that not one moment. He fell at Jesus' feet and said, thank you, thank you, thank you, my interpretation. Thank you. When Jesus saw this, here's what Jesus said. Weren't there 10? Were your friends? Weren't there 10 of you who were healed? Jesus already knew What's going to happen before he even sent them? That's why he said, Go see the priests. Go see the priests. Jesus said, Weren't there ten of you? Where are the other nine? Where are the other people who screamed and wanted mercy, wanted pity? Weren't they all healed like you were healed? Why aren't the others here with you doing the same thing? This individual separated himself from the crowd because what he received meant more to him than the other nine. My word, And he wanted to come back and express to Jesus, thank you for what has happened. When Jesus saw this, here's what Jesus said. He said, stand up and go on your way. You were healed because you believed. Your faith has saved or healed you. Now, that's the expanded version. The Amplified, as you heard there, the King James says this. Jesus told the young man, rise, go thy way by faith has made the whole. I stop for a second. He said, Your faith has made you whole. In the Hebrew the word whole or wholeness is pronounced shalut, shalut, which means wholeness. It is the biblical root word of shalom. Shalom. Meaning complete whole my words nothing missing, nothing lacking. Shalom. That one man that came back to receive wholeness. Here's what he received. He received back more than he lost to the point to where his final his final state was greater than the original condition. His final state was greater than it. Jesus said, You are now whole. You've been healed, but now you are whole. I see that not only are you healed with the sore is not leaking, is still then. Whatever was missing is now returned and working better than ever. If your fingers were missing, it's back. If your nose was missing, it's back. If your eyes were missing, it's back. Any parts of your body were missing, it's back. You are now whole. Not just heal. You are now Completely whole. So my question for you today is, there is healing and there is wholeness. What do you choose? So many times we've asked for healing, and that's great. Jesus has already done that. But don't you want to be whole? Nothing missing? Nothing lacking? So, you get on your knees when you pray to your God and ask for healing or whatever area you're missing something, something is hurting, something is lacking, don't only ask for Healing. I said, Father, I want to be whole. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Minister John, that that was wonderful. That was wonderful. Um, I don't think we'll ever uh look at that uh particular story out of Luke seventeen in quite the same way. If we really listen to what Minister John said this morning, how you start is not how you have to finish. In other words, it is a choice. We make choices. And I love it. It says um, where you said you are healed, but now you are whole. The others received healing, but the one that returned... And fell at the feet of Jesus. He received wholeness. So as Minister John said. What would you choose? Would you choose just healing? Or would you choose wholeness? That your whole life is affected by that. One touch from the Lord. Thank you Minister John. That was that was wonderful. Um, at this time, I want to turn to Sister Shirley and ask her to come and share the requests and to pray over them. And I'm asking each one of us to be in agreement as she prays. Oh, Holy Spirit, I pray that you will flow through Sister Shirley. As she prays the word, we are in agreement. Your word says you promise to hearken to us and heal us, and promise to recover us, and to make us live. Sister Shirley, please come at this time. Hallelujah! 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 Thank you, Mother
2: Heather. Father God, we come. Hallelujah! We sing, Abba Father. As we come before the throne of mercy, hallelujah, to command our morning and acknowledge the great name of Elohim, the one and only true living God that has given us life today, full of grace and mercy. Father, we worship and praise your name for the good, good Father you are, for your sovereign power and your awesome love and kindness towards your sons. We thank you for favor and blessings on our lives as we yield our whole being to your will and your way. Abba, Father, we thank you for a sound mind this morning, and ears to hear what the Spirit is saying, so our prayers are set in agreement with your will and not our own. Father, we extol your matchless name above every situation and circumstance happening in the earth of our lives, and we give you all the honor and all the glory. Father, you are the greater and bigger than anything we'll ever face. I can't imagine, and we declare, greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And we lean not to our own understanding, but what we are seeing happening in the world, but we stand in faith, believing your word and trusting you in every hard place and thing we face in this life and surrender our will for your will, in Jesus' name. Father, we thank you for our daily bread that sustains us, so we cannot make it without your word. Father, we repent over all known and unknown sins and transgressions, and ask you to search our hearts. And reveal everything that causes us to be lacking in our relationship with you. Father, thank you for forgiving us, and we will be quick to forgive others of their sins and trespasses against us. In Jesus' name we ask. Father, we ask you for your divine protection from the devil and his lies, so your people are not deceived in any way about their sonship, about your word and power to heal, deliver, and set them free by the blood of Jesus. Father, we pray for all sinners to come into the knowledge of Jesus Christ, our great Redeemer and high priest, realizing in these times of uncertainty, they need a Savior to deliver them from what's coming up on the earth. Father, may every prodigal son recognize where they are and come to their senses and return to the Father's house and be restored to sonship. In Jesus' name we ask. This morning we have one prayer request submitted by Heather Dawson. So Today we're praying for peace, comfort, and healing from trauma over Jody a tr- and another trucker who was struck by a vehicle going the wrong way. Jody saw the two passengers in the car lose their lives and is seeking counsel from this traumatic experience. My mm, I I I, I Father God, this request carries the weight of pain none of us would ever want to witness, and we're asking the Holy Spirit to give us the prayer to pray for Jody and the other trucker as we bring them before the throne of mercy. Father God, Jody's asking for comfort, so we ask you to breathe on him, your healing virtue, so he can feel your love and compassion for the place he finds himself in. Father, thank you for saving Jody's life and covering his heart and mind with your peace and bringing his thoughts into captivity as you give him how to deal with the loss of life. Hallelujah, Father. If Jody is not yet a believer, we pray for his salvation to know Jesus Christ and the pardoning of his sins and receive him as his personal Lord and Savior. By faith, we plead the blood of Jesus over his mind, soul, body, and spirit in Jesus' name. Father, we're praying Jody will have faith to trust you if he's a believer and know he can rest in you to bring understanding, revelation, and a deeper walk with you regarding this accident. Father, you're the only one that can bring clarity and wholeness to Jody's mind and to cover up the sights he's seen so we have peaceful days and restful nights. Father, take Jody to a place in you where he can ask the heart questions and receive answers that will comfort his heart. Father Matthew eleven twenty-eight says, Come to me, all who are weary and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And we decree and declare Jody will find this place in you to receive the rest from the heaviness of hearts from such a traumatic sight where his life was spared in such a horrific accident. For his good and your glory, O oh God. Father, cover Jody, his family, and all those involved in seeing knowing and hearing about this accident as you heal him from this trauma. In Jesus' name, we ask. Father, we also ask you to cover the families of those that lost their lives in the accident and bring peace and comfort to their hearts as well. In Jesus' name, we ask. Father, we thank you for your hand of mercy on the people of Ukraine and all surrounding cities and towns affected by the war that is raging in Eastern Europe. Father, we give you praise for reaching out through everyone that is helping those that are running in fear for their lives. Father, we pray your hand of mercy will continue to surround the fearful and faithless ones that need direction and bless those with caring hearts to help them in their uncertainty and the uncomfortable situation they find themselves in. In Jesus' name we ask. Father, let those that have faith in you not grow weary in doing good works, but continue to trust you and be light for those that do not have the assurance of your mercy and peace through your Son, Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you for your protection for all Ukrainians as they seek places of peace to rest and take up residence from their flight to safety. We pray for the parents and children of all those that have made it to safety and those that are still coming out by your mercy and grace. We pray your will over all those that have lost their lives in this war and ask you to comfort and dry the tears of all loved ones that are left to mourn and grieve the loss of their family members. In Jesus' name, we ask. Father, we pray for Putin, for his heart is filled with darkness, and he's being used by the devil to destroy anyone and anything that would stand in his way of trying to be supreme. We come against the kingdom of darkness and declare every tactic, strategy, and trick the devil has set for the people of God, will backfire and be aborted in the name of Jesus. We pray for salvation for Putin and a transformation in his heart and mind to recognize he needs a Savior and to call upon the name of Jesus, for he cannot win against you, Father. He cannot win, hallelujah, the creator of all men and all things. In Jesus' name we ask. Father God, we thank you for hearing our prayers today for Jody the other trucker, and the people of Ukraine and surrounding cities, and answering according to your will and purpose. In Jesus' name we pray today, amen, amen, and amen.
0: Amen, amen. Thank you, Shirley. Thank you. And if you listened to when um, Shirley first began to pray, she prayed over us for a sound mind, for daily bread, and for our protection. And I pray that as you hear these prayers being uttered, that you claim it for yourself also. And I thank Shirley for praying that way this morning. Mark eleven twenty four tells us that whatever things that we ask when we pray, to believe we receive them, believe it, and then we will have them. And we stand on that word for this request this morning and for ourselves and for any of you that may be facing situations that are hard or difficult or you don't have an answer. Trust God. Trust God. And we know that praise reports will follow. They will follow. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you for that time this morning. I want to go back to Minister John to see if he has any further remarks this morning, Minister John.
1: Yes, ma'am. Uh, in closing, uh, let's, let's remember what the, the, that the individual who came back to Jesus, one thing, his foundation was, his foundation was his faith. His foundation was his faith. Jesus said, because of your faith, you're now whole. Because of your faith, you're now whole. Because of your faith, you're now whole. Matthew twenty-one, twenty-two says, and whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have faith. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. You know, this has been a great morning. That devotion was wonderful. I pray that you go back over those scriptures and just listen, hear Minister John's voice and what he shared this morning. And, you know, um, we had great prayer. That was awesome this morning. I have a quote by E.M. Bounds that says, units of prayer combined like drops of water, make an ocean which defies resistance. Units of prayer combined, like drops of water, make an ocean which defies resistance. So is prayer important? Is it necessary? Yes, yes, and yes. All our prayers daily offered become like an ocean which then cannot be resisted. Amen. We push against the enemy and the evil of this day. And so as we close out this morning, I just want to add a prayer also. Sister Shirley prayed for Ukraine and its people. But again, let us lift them up. Towns are being demolished completely. People are fleeing, trying to get out of their homeland. And one of the saddest things is that children are being separated from their parents, never knowing if they will find one another. So, Father, we ask for your divine intervention into this horrific situation that is going on. The enemy must be stopped, both in the natural and the supernatural. And this morning we declare confusion, confusion into all the enemy's plans and schemes. We pray for God's wisdom and his guidance to come down on the president and all military and all political leadership within the Ukraine. Cause our nation, Father, and those in authority to send help that we will not turn away from, but we will go and do what is required of us. May the people of Ukraine seek you, and we pray that revival sweep over that land. Let the true church, the church in Ukraine, hear your voice and be obedient to your will. Psalms 18 and 29 says, With your help, I can advance against a troop. With my God, I can scale a wall. So this morning, Father, we cover this land in the blood of Jesus. We cover the people in Ukraine with the blood of Jesus. And we say, Thy will be done. Thy will be done, Father, in this land as it is in heaven. We give you the praise, the glory, and the honor that we have gathered together on this line. Bless your people as they go about their day today. Take them to their destinations and may they return home safely. Let no harm or danger come nigh unto them. Meet their every need, whatever they lack. Let them have faith to believe that you will supply. We love you this morning, Father. We love you, Lord Jesus. And we love you, Holy Spirit. And we thank you for this time that we have had together. In Jesus' name I pray. Please open the line.